Blake, if you listen to Mike, Mike Tomlin said I he wants a neighbor. QB. Next he wants a veteran QB. Get Blake Bortles on the team, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Heyo, welcome back, everybody. Hey, guys, Straight and Beans, Season 2, Episode 6. We're back at it. We got a special guest on the line today. My boy, uh, John, is here with us today. Yeah, what to do? If you want to do a little a background on yourself with John, you're more All welcome right. to. Well, I'm John. I'm 20. And go Jags, even though we have a terrible record. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, you looked really uh really sad at the game this weekend. Didn't look like a fun time, but I mean the drinks kicked in. Yeah. The worst part about it was that make you feel good. It made me feel great. It's just the play calling. Yeah. Urban Meyer, man. That's probably not even the worst part of that team. It's just watching the defense. Uh, like, we have this guy, especially watching. At State. Why can't we just start Andre Cisco, our third round pick? I know. I'm saying he could be a stud. I mean, he's still recovering off of an ACL tear from the 2020 season. But I don't know. He's on the active roster. That, that has to be annoying to, like, Watch that game, just knowing Derrick Henry's just gonna run it down your throat. Oh my god! There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. it. (laughs) I mean, he's from Yuli. He's right down the street, technically. Mm -hmm. So it's just home field advantage. Yeah, he knows like the area way too well. Wish he would have gone easier on us, but I mean, 130 yards and three touchdowns. That's just a typical day being Eric. (laughs) Yep. Light work for him. Definitely. If you have him at fantasy football, that's a GG. But um, thankfully for Urban, he's not the um, <laughs> not a coach in the worst, <laughs> or at least or at oh, least boy. former coach that's in the worst spot late. Uh, uh what happened there, bro? So, so um, here, go ahead, sir. For people that don't know, um, there was an article that came out. Last week, um, I think it was John Gruden had a racist comment towards, um, I forgot, Demory Smith, I want to say. And he said I something did. about, I think it was a comment about his lips. And from that, from that email, like there, and when the NFL was investigating, there were more <laughs> that came out about him being misogynistic and homophobic and. It just seemed to spiral rapidly out of control. (laughs) John, what are we doing? To say the least. So, on the email, it said, I don't know if I'm going to get copyright or whatever. We don't have a bleep button. Just we're putting that out there. We don't have that. (laughs) For the soft people, close your ears. Dumber Smith has lips the size of Michelin tires. I mean, oh, no, I got to edit that out. I, I, I know I got to edit out that line. <laughs> 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 
he did comment saying I used a horrible way of explaining it. Well, <laughs> I can agree with you that, John. Yeah, that is a horrible way. Like, why? Okay. I mean, this was like years ago, right? This was 10 years ago. It was like 10 years ago before, like, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, you, you should not be this. saying that, but. I think they found this during the Washington football team investigation, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they knew about this for a while. They knew about it for 10 years, and finally the year they want to change their name. All of a sudden, it gets brought up. That's what I hate when the NFL waits for, like, a news feed to break the news before they do something about it. It's so stupid. With Kareem Hunt. Yeah, it's probably that's what they did with Ray Rice, actually. But there's probably a few other cases I can't think of. But yeah, bad look. For I'd say it's really only a bad look for Gruden, and not so much the Raiders. But yeah. Mm. Well, I want to call it Yeah, yeah. There's like a photo of them like hugging it out, which looks Mm. really awkward now. But, I want to uh, see. Has he said anything on the matter? Because I don't, I don't think he has. has. No. I think we he might get one. We might get something Wednesday because that's our first day of practice. So is he not out text. yet? Has he not like no. resigned yet? No, no he's resigned. Okay, he did. Okay, I know that it said that he was. That, like, that would be like a disaster. That would be a disaster if he was still there. Yeah. So check this out. The Tampa Bay Bucks just posted it it's on their Twitter. It says, statement for the Bucks. The Buccaneers have advocated for a proposal change in the areas of race relations, gender equality, diversity, inclusion for many years. So by that being said, John Gruden's contrib- contributions on the field, his actions go against our core values as an organization. Therefore, he will no longer continue to be a member of the Buccaneers' ring of honor. Wow. That's that's actually ironic because I'm going to quote a urinating tree. How um they still like do the stuff they do with Doug Williams and they employ Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's like a little far fetched that now that situation. He, now that yeah. he got like a cot, they're like, okay, now we can't associate with you. But, but they did the same thing with Doug Williams. Yeah. It's just it's just fucked. I mean I'm not saying what they did is wrong, but you know, just be consistent about it. Mm-hmm. I bet Urban's laughing as out. I bet he's out at the bars fingering another a chick to get his I don't know, his celebration for not he's, being he, the worst NFL head he, he's, coach. He's just trying to get the snap, you know. Mm. Hey Sam, let me tell you. I told Jared this on Sunday. So I work at Worker 32, a nice ass restaurant in Jacksonville. Mm. So I'm a bartender. Urban's wife and his daughter comes up. So three regulars at the bar all the time. So I was talking to them, asked them, hey, what's going on? How's your day? What's going on? The worst possible timing. The headlines. Oh, damn. <laughs> your boy, so you, you're, you're bartending at this place. Yeah. And the headline comes up while the mom and the kids are there. Yep. That's, wow. It yeah. was terrible. What are they, I'm, like, I'm assuming that they, like, it knew by then, though, right? 
Oh, they knew. Yeah, it was just an awkward. Uh, like, it yeah, was just, just awkward like awkward scenario. Shit. Yeah. Like, imagine you're on the news, and your wife is talking to someone, and they see that shit. Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine if the video like came up. No, <laughs> my be, god. Of course. <laughs> or no, no, just it's a terrible. Just, just a pick of the. It, like yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for them, dog. Like even like walking out in public. Yeah, it's like everyone like knows that that happened to you. Like everyone it's, knows who you are. So yeah. at the same time, they feel bad. At the same time, they're like, "What the fuck?" Mm. Yeah, I'm not that's, leaving that's the house if, until. Uh, that's what if Urban gets fired, I'd assume the Jags might get better. Which, oh, no. uh, which also leads to uh, where we stand with the Raiders. Like, do you think this? Do you think this like puts their season out of control? Like, no. you think it's a lost season for them? I don't think so. In the front office, know. yes. They they can't draft a uh, third round prospect that played in the college football playoff mm-hmm. in the first round. Oh yeah, they don't have first round picks, do they? No, they do. They, they just do. won't waste them on on a uh, Alabama right. or Clemson or Ohio State mm-hmm. play. Well, well, I mean, it'll be like Iowa or Cincinnati this year. Probably probably like Yale. Yeah. Bruh. I don't know. I mean, they. I was never a fan of that hire. I don't think it helped their team at all. I mean, Mark Davis is probably happy. Yeah. Mm. He, he wasn't even halfway. I was telling this to Horgan yesterday. He wasn't even halfway through that $100 million contract. Mm-hmm. And because he resigned, he doesn't have to pay any of that. They could have re-signed Mac. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, but in terms of like the on-field play, Gruden, I think, was essentially responsible for all the offensive. Like as ba- as bad of an executive he is, he's still probably one of the best offensive minds in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think taking that away from their team is not. It's not going to look pretty, especially since I'm not entirely sure who uh, is going to be calling plays for them. But I feel like the one thing that was going for them was their offense, and now <clears throat> the person pretty much responsible for it is pretty much not coming back. No. Well, isn't coming back at all unless, you know, they're, like, having them, like, mic'd up or something secretly. He, he might be done for good. I think so. I don't know how anyone in a like locker room would like respect. Like, like respect I un- I after that. It doesn't make sense to hire I, him. I understand the stance of people can change, but how old was Gruden when he made those comments? How old is he now? He was, like forty six um, or something like he's that. 58, yeah, so around forty eight. Yeah. yeah, he's no. You say something like that, and you say you're sorry. You know. You're only sorry because you got caught, but yeah, it was a it was a while ago, and I mean I'm sure that he's watching his like language more now because I feel like they 
like yeah. in, like at least like on the internet they uh especially in the today's generation they get you on that yeah they will they will throw you off the internet on that be, it's gonna be five years later and there's still gonna be stuff coming back mm-hmm. or uh, coming out from something that was said several years ago oh Speaking yeah right out the Raiders announced their new head coach they, I didn't, they did I didn't know the dude he was a special teams yeah. coordinator rich Pisaccia. Pisaccia, yeah is that only for like the year and then they'll get a new hire or? the interim so I, assume. I mean, we just have to see how he does yeah I'll be honest with you I don't have much confidence in the Raiders yeah not no more maybe this next week could change that thought but yeah, I mean, they're playing the Broncos, two two frauds of a team. So. <laughs> yeah, they both got a better they record both than, uh, three than now. Kansas City. Oh, but yeah, I think it'll be hard, like for them to really like have anything like to go the, well for them the rest of the I, year. I can imagine being the interim head coach trying to. Or being Rich Basashi, like trying to get that locker room together. Yeah, like how do you head like to, that, especially after that? Yeah, like heading to like uh, a practice, like for the next day, has to be the most awkward thing in the world. I'm sure. I mean, we just saw it with Jacksonville. Yeah, well, much worse extent. Hmm. There's one thing about Jaguars they need to fix. It's not about the team. It's honestly Shaka. Yep. I just shout out Elliot for also bringing that up. Shaka needs to sell the team. He's, He's going to move to London. Uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> I enjoy having a team in my city. Yeah. I'm not trying to go to jumbo shrimp games every day. <laughs> they aren't as exciting as you think they would be. They probably mm. won't work. <laughs> the Jacks. <laughs> we had the Jacks hope, Sharks. To be honest, I'd hope. Yeah, the we got the the Armada. That's like the like indoor the football team. I think. What's well, the closest sports city outside of Jacks? Probably. In, probably probably Orlando. not. Either Atlanta or Orlando. A Tampa Either. Bay, yeah. Tampa. Like, yeah, because like Orlando really doesn't have anything other than the magic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably go to Tampa. Speaking of Tampa. Miami's a couple more hours. What about Tampa? Pens so... get that dub. Go ahead. Sorry. Not even. <laughs> I was just saying that part. The one thing about Tampa, the lightning are good. I hope they go back to back to back. Not tonight. Not tonight. Hey, OGP, so baby. <laughs> it is what it is. Without Sid, too. I don't think we got Sid in this game. Bro, what, what, is, what a goal. I fucking love to see that. So, this is a weird transition going from Tampa Bay to baseball. But they're trying to move the team. Oh, yeah. Speaking of bad yeah. Jesus. Yeah. If you think – if you for those that don't know – um. The Rays are trying to move, or not really move, but split games between Montreal and Tampa Bay. 
If you think Tropic, if you think Tropicana Field's a mess, you don't even want to know how bad Olympic Stadium mm-hmm. is designed. The stadium design is so hard to get there because you got to go through traffic, which is crazy in Tampa, which is not even in Tampa. It's yeah, the same it's thing. In, uh, yeah, it's like it's like how many like forty minutes away from Tampa? Forty minutes away. And the worst part about it, when people ask me. Oh, is he going to Tropicana Field? He's probably one of the worst stadiums to ever be in any sport. It's so bad. Like, so with the tough. ceiling? Oh, my it's gosh. Like, there's four rings. You have the A, the B, which is considered a foul ball, and you have the C and the D. So, anything a ball hits that's going so high, it's a home run automatically. That's what I've seen mm-hmm. one of those clips where the ball just stays, stays up there. Mm-hmm. It'll hit, like, the roof of the thing. I mean... But it's actually is a good ass team. But it's actually interesting because the area they're trying to move to is Montreal and they're trying to play at Olympic Stadium. And I I I didn't watch any games in Olympic Stadium cuz I wasn't alive to remember, but from what I've heard about it, like everything about that arena from what I've heard is like even worse than yeah. Any other any other stadium like any other baseball team is played in. Like it's another, I mean, like it's another, uh, I'm indoor one. It looks like, but I'm looking at the photos here. I kind of like it. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't know like all the, like all the features inside and anything and how easy it is over to get there. Am I, mean, I a fan of them having to move half half like half of their games out there? No, but. It'd be like the Raptors playing Tampa, except they're doing that for actual reasons. Yeah. Whereas Tampa's just doing it for just for the money. Yep. Literally. And the worst part about it, Tampa is one of the top five lowest payroll teams in baseball. Going back to the owner. The owner, he's smart as shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm a diehard race fan. But there's some things they need to fix. In my opinion, one-year wonders in Tampa are gone because when Blake Snell got that contract extension and automatically traded after the postseason last year, that just shows you the late boom because he finished with, what, a 4.1 ERA? Probably like that for the Padres. Yeah, it hasn't worked out for them. I mean, that's how that, have, that's how the Rays have operated for the past. What's it called four years now or mm-hmm. five? It's pretty it's much just been just moving pieces to to always stay ahead of the curve for like analytics reasons. Yeah, Wander I mean, Franco looks like a beast though. Wander, so more good against left-handed bat- pitchers than right-handed because his OBS is a one point zero six zero. Against lefties, which is godly incident. That's insane. And it's a 357 average against lefties, but righty is the 251. No, damn. And he's only 19. Kids only going to get better. Exactly. And they have one of the best farm systems in baseball because you have that kid, Shane Boss, who, oh my Got God. Shout out the Pirates. Got off yeah. the pirates on that nasty trade. 
Still can't believe I that. Hate that, 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 that. I hate our team. I fucking hate our team. There was a uh, player to be named later. <laughs> Shane Boss. You get rid of Glass now, who's a Cy Young by 2020. To, to be honest, to be honest, Glasnow wasn't even the rough part because he was never going to be that good in Pittsburgh. But mm-hmm. Meadows, like just oh having him in the deal, that that just set it over the top. I think everybody knew that Glasnow was going to be good as soon as he left Pittsburgh. And as soon as I saw he was going to the Rays, I'm like, oh, he's going to be a beast on it. First season for Archer, 5.19 ERA. Yeah. He was was already washed by then. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to hear it. It's actually funny. He actually went back to the Rays after. And he did terrible. No, it's just funny. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> we just handed him right back. Four million dollar deal. Then he had forearm tightness on his sixty day IO. Like, came back in September and still back on IO. Yeah. I mean, got it anymore? I guess. If I was home, I would retire. Jared, as mu- as much as I love shitting on the Pirates, and as much as every Pittsburgh fan loves doing that, I am. I've been. I have become a bit more optimistic. About really? This, about this new management group. Really? Like, like ever since they got hired, you know. Yeah. But I but I do think like a lot of the moves that Sherrington, I think is the name, has made over the past year. Re- realistically from a team that practically had little value has honestly put the team in a good spot compared to where they were whenever Neil Huntington got fired. Right, and I think <clears throat> I don't know where their farm system is, but I think it got within the top ten this past year. Yeah. Did not fact check me on that because I'm doing that now. It's one of the top ten. <laughs> it's uh, ranked uh, fourth. So the Marlins. Done, so he's done a good job. Uh, really. Or re- replenishing that farm system, and from what it says, highest ranking since 2016. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's done a good job with just getting us some prospects because that's really what we've needed, just new players to develop. Yeah. But we need to hold on to him, though. I feel like that's another issue. Hopefully we can hold on to him. But I mean, trading, like, hopefully Brian Reynolds is the one guy that doesn't go, but mm-hmm. I hope they get an extension with him. But Yeah, we really moved house. I'll- I always, I always joke with this. The the worst Pirates player is the highest paid one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gregory, Polanco. Yeah, Gregory Polanco. I can't believe he's on the team still. Nice. He's there, no, he's there for another like three years or something like that. No, He'll develop. <laughs> he got dropped during the season. That's, uh, Actually? That us. I bet. So now that's the uh, Now <laughs> our table is even smaller. <laughs> you want to hear the worst part about it? Guess who y'all picked up? Oh. Just for Polanco. Y'all picked uh, Yoshitumo Tetsugo. I mean, he can't be much worse than Polanco. <laughs> I mean, it's the, hard guy, <laughs> the guy literally was our first baseman beginning of opening day could have raised. Had a 174 average, only two home runs, and nine ribbies cut in May. I'd rather have that than have a literal negative <laughs> in the field. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> y'all just got to get ready for Travis Swaggerty. O'Neal Cruz also remember that. Yeah. 
But uh, so in terms of that, that's what I'm excited for from the Pirates. But nothing uh, else to really get. Yeah. Too excited. Uh, Speaking of pirates, uh, one guy lost his uh, middle finger. Russell Wilson. <laughs> uh, Seahawks are done. They're done for. Uh, I agree. Will they win against us this week? Absolutely. Wait, y'all actually this week? Yeah. If oh, you boy. if you told me this last week, I'd say Seahawks in a heartbeat. But the Steelers' offense actually wasn't relied on Ben throwing like 30 to 40 times a game. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy to see that. Running the ball to Najee works, man. And also, can we take a moment that Big Ben threw a pass more than 20 yards? Mm-hmm. He did the same thing in Green Bay week. It yeah. just didn't get talked about enough because they didn't win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Jared would know that. Yeah, yeah. Literally, the only guy that you like lobs it up to is uh, uh, Deontay. Yeah, I think Having he should start doing that with Chase, with uh, Chase too. Yeah, he does it. He'll hand him like like a lot of like fifty fifty balls. I know, I know, I know. It sucks that uh, I know it sucks that Juju's hurt, but I think we're gonna see like an increase, an increased target share for Chase and. I think he's gonna thrive with that. Uh huh. Y'all also picked up oh. Anthony Miller, so I mean, y'all got more receivers now. I don't, know if good. I don't know if I'm confident in that, but mm, y'all just gotta find out. I mean, Russell Wilson's gonna be out weeks, so he will require surgery. So he's gonna be probably back around. I say. I, I'd say the. I'd say the Seahawks should tank, except they don't have their first pick. So. No. Just looking real good right now. Who's who's free agents that we know of that could go into Seattle and play for Cam about six days a week? Cam Newton. Uh, Is there a better Watson. one? I mean, Watson's <laughs> not a free agent. It, no yeah. way. If Deshaun Watson <laughs> ever gets traded, it's going to be to the to the uh, Dolphins. To the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. You you know what's funny? Like I don't I don't think that Dolphins have their first pick too. And I was just reading on this. They traded the uh, sixth pick to uh, move back all the way. Or no, they, no, they moved back one spot. And then no, because they had the third pick. They traded to twelve. They traded to twelve, and then traded up to six. Oh yeah, that's right. To draft a receiver that has been outproduced by another receiver that the Eagles traded for, mm-hmm. but they also gave up their first round pick. And I think if the season ended today, that pick would be a top three pick. Yeah. Well, you're a Dolphins fan. You should That's be happy because Tagovailoa is off IR and he's playing against the Jags. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't, th- I don't think I don't think he's solving a lot of problems for that team though. I mean, their offensive team... line is one of the worst in the league. They're... They they literally have two offensive play callers, which should accurately describe like how poorly like the play calling is. In my opinion, if you're the Dolphins, you're just trying to give Tua weapons, but here's the thing. Tua is I'm, I hate to say this because he only has one year under his belt. He's not going to be a franchise quarterback. He's going to be a probably a backup like Fitzpatrick, who if he gets a stint when someone gets injured, that's your guy that you have to go with. But 
at the same time, y'all have to get they remember they took a chance on Tua before Herbert. Let's sink that in real quick. Mm-hmm. And I know I mean at the time I think that makes the sense, but I don't think anyone saw what Herbert was gonna be, but taking Tua at pick number five was definitely a risk. Not it. it was the biggest risk. I mean who do you even have? I know Will Fuller just got hurt again. They I have... think I think Tua in the right situation can be an above average QB, sort of like what I don't want to say Baker, but sort of that kind of player where you can rely upon him to make the right throws and the right reads, but he's not gonna win you a ton of games by himself. I mean that Chargers and Browns game was a major shootout back and forth in the second half. Mm-hmm. Like Herbert throwing ball, McKeenan or Mike, and you had Mayfield giving it to Chubb or Kareem or just throwing it deep to Odell. But oh my God, it was just. I'll tell you one thing though, I thought the Browns had a chance to come back because they forced it was what second to goal. Eckler was doing his best not to get in the end zone, and the Browns defense were so smart they pushed them in, and they have like a minute forty-seven left in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. So they had so many chances, but they didn't. They didn't do anything. That was mass more for them to do. I mean, the week five headlines, in my opinion, is Miles Gaskin finished as the best fantasy bench player week five because he had amazing numbers against the Bucs, even though they did get blown out. Yeah. I mean, they really don't have anyone else there to I mean, give it to, it, like Waddle. Stay, yeah, if Waddle stay healthy, he would be a target. I think what I've said thing? I've said this before, but people criticize the Bengals for taking Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell when the Dolphins had a. You you definitely see that the Dolphins have a worse outline than the Bengals, uh-huh. and they passed on Penny Sewell for Waddle. Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Wait, are we talking about the Dolphins or the Bengals? The Dolphins. Talking about the Dolphins. No, oh, wow. no, like that same criticism wasn't there for them. I mean. Penny Sewell was a steal have, for the Lions. They don't mm-hmm. even have like any solid starters on that team. No, I mean, in my yeah. opinion, if the Dolphins did pick up like Penny Sewell, they would that would help change the franchise because reasons why Penny Sewell is doing amazing in Detroit right now. Exactly. In my opinion, people can yell at me in the comments. I do not care. Penny Sewell is probably the top three best prospect in this draft for many reasons. Detroit should be three and two because of the field goals of the game winners for multiple reasons. <laughs> three and, and two. So depressing. No, no, I swear to God, <laughs> Detroit is a, a good team this year, and I know people are going to think I'm crazy, but listen, I don't think you're crazy, John. They're not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're, I mean, they definitely play the lines in terms of like talent. I don't think they are. In talent, yeah. I mean, Goff looks okay. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams are probably the best duo running backs. Like top, I want to say top twelve in the NFL. You have a decent I, receiving core of like Amon St. Brown. You also kudos to the year for a torn Achilles. You have a decent D line and a good DB crew. You have a good coach who actually is going crazy, like mm-hmm. crying after the Week Five loss, which I've never in my That's years of watching football seen that. That's probably the best kind of coach Detroit could have asked for. Exactly. I mean, they someone got that wants them to win. Yeah, that cares more than anybody. I mean, Hawkinson though. I mean, Hawkinson. Hawkinson's 
It's like you one, so and good. then, and then you you were saying the receiving core, like I I don't think there's anyone there. I mean, you know. Amon Brown had a good game last week. Uh, who else is on the receiving? I mean, court? it's just a bunch of if you stay healthy, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, they're just in a rebuilding stage, but they definitely should be three and two right now. I, I, said, I said this last week about Cephas and um, what's Cephas it called? Cephas is injured too. I know, but if, if I'm if Ross St. Brown's your best receiver, like that's a guy in fantasy right there that's only rostered 4.5% that he was going to be a big pickup this week. No, he was but, on my no, team. But, but let's when say I, uh, whenever, whenever we did the draft, I had him on my team. <laughs> no, but there are teams in the NFL whose third receiver would be their best – be the Lions' best receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, take, just rebuild like take Michael Gallup. Like, do you think he's the <laughs> best receiver? The Cowboys look good. They that really do. Yeah. You can make a you can make a case. One of Arizona's four would be the best receiver. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore would probably be the best on the team. That would be nice if they had Rondell Moore. But the Lions instead go with defensive lines for the first three picks. Then pick up a wide receiver in the fourth round. But that's Which, not to say another year to do that. That's no, not to sure. say that those were bad investments, though. I mean. Mm-hmm. You get Penny Sewell at the seventh pick. You get Levi onwards to Reich, D-tackle out of Washington in the second round. And you go back-to-back D-tackles, which at the same time, you have guys who – they run a weird – I think they run two down line. Blaine McNeil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you Der- also have – Derek Barnes, has he been playing good? Because I know who? that was a steal. Derek Barnes. Derek Barnes, yeah, he's playing – he's starting inside with, uh, I think – Because I know they cut Jamie Collins for him. Mm-hmm. He looks good. He looks real damn good because you have Anzalone also there too, who got who came from New Orleans to go with Dan Campbell. Yeah. But, so the Lions definitely do have players, but in terms yeah. of the impact positions, like I don't think that talent's there. Specifically mm-hmm. at edge rush corner. I mean, you have Trey Flowers. Yeah, Trey Flowers is one of the most mm-hmm. underappreciated line, outside linebackers who runs the edge pretty well, but. You I mean, have such a young corner group, and it's like the Jaguars, in my opinion. You have like a quarterback who's going to be your future. Goff is under that nasty contract LA gave him, which they should never. But I think, but I think what you got, like in Goff, is actually decent. Yeah. Like, compared to other teams, like, like I'd say, Goff would probably be, like. Several NFL teams would be happy if they had Jared Goff as their mm-hmm. Like the Dolphins. Yep. <laughs> so, another time. <laughs> so, another week five headline is Kadarius Tony's breakout game against the Cowboys. And I'm saying breakout two ways, if you know what I mean. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited I, for him, dog. It's about damn time Jason Garrett's actually using him. <laughs> I know. I mean, 189 yards on 12 receptions, a touchdown, and a punch. I mean, that's a good game. I know. Even though he missed on the punch, we'll give him the we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He pulled his Javon Wims. I ain't gonna lie now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Kyle Pitts, he looks real good against that Jets against the Jets on Sunday. I'm, I'm glad they actually are force feeding him the ball. 
Don't know. I don't know if that's gonna change when Erdley gets back, but yeah. I tell you, I probably the best guys that did well this week for um, I said the NFL. I'm definitely going to say Austin Eckler had a breakout game. Because uh, he, he had, had one last week. Mm-hmm. As well, he, he had a good game. I'm going to say Ezekiel Elliott with two touchdowns, 110 yards. Quarterback of the week is going to be Herbert because. 400 yards, uh, five uh, touchdowns. Well, Lamar, Lamar might got something to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> that comeback win was nutty, but Dude, also the Colts kind of folded that game away. Jacob. He was so sad watching that game. No, he, no, and then the chat, he was trying to make an excuse like our secondary was hurt. <laughs> I'm like, the the Ravens literally got Marco Wilson to play for them for one play to get y'all in field goal range. And then you still missed it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, whenever they lost the, the coin toss, like in overtime, I was like, it's over. Just had just like, at home. Like they, like, you don't like gotta they watch this. They they, I know. Goals. One got blocked, and the other went uh, wide left. Yeah, they had a weird moment where uh, like Blankenship wasn't in on one of the kicks, and they had like Rigoberto Sanchez and Hines holding the ball. So the story behind Rodrigo Blankenship, he has a hip injury going on. Hip. I mean, oh. I did. I did hear that. So that's why he wasn't doing so well. I mean, you can't blame him because as a Jags fan, you don't have a kicker because I jinxed this when I was at the game. I told him this motherfucker's going to make all of it. He missed (laughs) every single one. And I was like, dude, we literally just signed you from the practice squad. It can't be as bad as the Bengals attackers. Don't even. (laughs) McPherson is sold for me, dog. Ah, so you didn't, uh, didn't so, want to trade him for McLaughlin. No, I'm gonna hold on to him. I'm holding him. I don't care. I do not care if he's ass. So and I can have him there, like on the bye week. I can just have him in there because I, he'll get I zero anyway. I think they showed him. Um, what's it called? The, celebrating. The punter celebrating. Yeah, <laughs> they missed. <laughs> He was he was jumped up in the punter's hands next to me, you know, and he's like, huh? He's like, what happened? No way. Dude, I'll tell you uh, one thing. We were at the uh, Jags game watching it. They were showing the uh, highlights of every every game. So they put on the Packers and Bengals game during the two-minute warning real quick. And they're like, attention fans, please look to the screen as you see kickers miss five times in a row. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and we're all sitting there like, what? Like screaming every time he misses. Like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, my God. These guys <laughs> Dog crap. Could not imagine being a Packers or Bengals fan in that situation. Try being uh, a Jags fan. Game. Yeah. Try well, that's a different a... thing. Well, that's I mean... what J- Jacob actually just told me. Like, how... or no, he told both of us, uh, Jared. Um, he was like, "How do Falcons fans do this every week?" <laughs> and that's all... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least they won a fucking game. We haven't won a game in 20 straight games. It's been over a year now. It's been I over mean, a year and two months. I mean, I like COVID was the thing when y'all I won mean, a game. If I if I annoy if I annoyingly just said 28 to 3 to you, <laughs> I would just immediately trigger. <laughs> Any I mean, the worst thing. <laughs> I mean, 
Like you're gonna, right. They're going to be saying that forever. So... We're going to be in the 30, like 2030s, and that joke's still going to be happening. It's, still, yeah. it's just a choke, choking joke. The mm. state of Georgia in general is a choking joke. I can't say that because I'm a Georgia fan, even though we're number one in the nation, finally. And speaking of that Bama and Texas A&M game, oh, my God, it was so good to watch. Crazy game. Alabama I mean, marched all the way back, only the loops. I tell you one thing, week six of college football was insane. Not for the Gators. Not was, for the Gators because y'all. It was a pretty easy game. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, Iowa. Am I right? <laughs> they got lucky, dog. I was the luckiest team in college football. They should yeah. not even be ranked number two. I'll tell you who should be ranked number they got two. Right the greatest. Now. They definitely got one of the best defense defenses in college for sure. No. They do, but they. Definitely got lucky that uh Matt on McAfee shows like Clifford got hurt too. Listen, yeah. the Iowa Hawkeyes do not have the best defense in college football. I'll tell you who has the best. No, I said I said one of them. Oh, okay. I thought you said the best. I was like, first no, of all, outside, of Georgia, outside of Georgia, is there a better one? No. Georgia's defense is like the Gators got a good one. It's like the 2011 Alabama defense in the national championship game against LSU. Like, there's no way in hell a 6'6", 340-pound defensive tackle named Jordan Davis runs a 4'7 flat. Well. Well, that's Georgia right there for you. That cornbread be hit different. Nah, it's Georgia going to put it together this year. No, I mean, they're, no, they're losing in a couple weeks. To who? Florida? If they lose to Bama, then damn. No, we play they'll the make Bama. it in. They'll yeah, they'll make it into the playoff even if they lose to Bama. I think they'll knock no, Cincinnati out. We play Kentucky, and Kentucky. Is That's that is a trap game, but y'all are at home though, so it's home field advantage at three thirty, and you already know it's going to be live on CBS. So that's just that Auburn game. Like Kentucky that, having that. Like CBS game is unheard of. I mean, last time they had a CBS game was during COVID, and they played Vanderbilt. Let's just sink that in. Mm. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was a televised game. It was a televised game. It was a bye week for Florida Georgia, and that was the only game on because Bama played a D two school. Oh, and funny part about it, Vanderbilt is the only reason they're in the SEC. Because, because of, baseball. of baseball, yeah, exactly. Yep. They're just bishop sickles guys. That's the only sport they're actually respectable. In. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're an yeah, academic they... school. Let's be real. They're a magnet school. Mm-hmm. You could be Northwestern. You could be a drama school. <laughs> uh. Well. Anyway, I gotta go back to this pro football real quick. For fantasy, I thought I thought I talked to Jared about this. There's a lot of guys in that 14-man week that y'all need to pick up. I mean, just because – Probably none of them I, available. I mean, there's probably <laughs> ain't shit, but I'm just going to – if anybody is listening to this podcast, this is the waiver wires. I hey, what position are we going listen, to first? Hold on, hold on. Listen what position are we going to first? Top Shoot. running backs outside of uh, Khalil Herbert is 6.6 projected. So you better Sony be going. <laughs> well, let's start with the quarterbacks. I know any nobody has these quarterbacks, and that's fine. So waiver wire. I'm just going to name three of every position. Are right, you ready? Let's hear him. Let's hear him. Trevor Lawrence against Miami. He's not here. Nope. 
He's. He, I think Ian has him. Yeah. Okay. Jameis Winston. He's he is available. All right. Yes. He's only rostered in twenty seven point four percent. I took notes. Of this. Yeah, I took notes of this because I, I don't I think have he a is two hundred fifty dollar fantasy. League. Oh, he's on buy. That's why I was gonna say. So I have a two hundred fifty dollar fantasy league right now, and these are guys that I recommend. And I've been taking notes because I'm like a diehard guy because I have like money to win. But mm-hmm. the third guy, go. I have to say uh, Taylor Heineke versus uh, Kansas City. Heineke, yeah, picked up. Here are the top the top QBs we have are Tua, once once wouldn't be a bad one, but no, uh, Tua Bridgewater are probably going to be the best streamers and uh, waiver wires this weekend. Bridgewater, Gene, that guy also, Davis Mills, and Mac Jones. That's Davis what, Mills had a good ass game against the Patriots. That's I literally, that. everyone that's available. Yeah, Mills but, looked okay last week, but is that last? No. Yeah, that's not gonna last. All right. I got to go to the running backs on this one. I'm only saying this because Saquon had to step on someone. He's already taken, though. So yeah. I Devontae already Booker. know you're going to say. Devontae Booker's already gone? Really? Yeah. Wow, that was fast. Um, I'm definitely going to say Daryl Williams for the Kansas City Chiefs. I was thinking of getting either. Wasn't he available? I could have swore he was. Jared, Jared, are you getting a running back this week? No. I mean, I, I got, I was, I got I Mark Ingram say, heading my way. I was going to so say, on um, I'm probably going to try Devontae Freeman or Jet McKinnon. I know a, a Giovanni Bernard, Brandon Bolden, or Jeff Wilson are there. Pull the trigger because Brandon Bolden's getting more rushing attempts than any of the running backs in New England. Bolden's gone, I think. Damn. Never mind. But Giovanni Bernard is Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman, toward the end of that game, was getting a lot Very of the reps. Passing, so. I think he, he could make an impact this week, especially against the Chargers run defense, which apparently lets every running back run all over them. Yeah, that Chargers run rush defense is terrible. But uh, receivers Got the uh, bar. Let's go. Receivers. Uh, shit this week, though. Canarius Tony was probably the biggest waiver wire. He's, gone. He's on my team, baby. All right, well, I'll give you a hint. He's probably going to get fined or not going to play this week. I know. It's all good. He, it was worth a punch. Too. But uh, my guys already took notes on that I'm definitely picking up. Tim Patrick uh, for Denver Broncos is a Thank guy. Yeah, he's gone as well. Yeah. Um, Rondell Moore, he's probably gone in y'all's league. He's free. I drafted him. I drafted him. Let's go. Yeah. Amon um, St. Brown for the Lions. I, I also – I mean, he's actually – he is – Yeah, he is a, available because I decided to cut him. He's picking him back up. <laughs> I might have to Pick him up. I got room to pick him up. I got some uh, bums on my on my bench. We got Quez so, Watkins. Actually, I am gonna pick him up. I'm picking him up. So every so Miles Boykin is officially off IR, but this week uh, IR waiver wire pickups definitely Rashad Bateman for the Baltimore Ravens. Is hey, guy. we got him. Let's go. Right, good. He's only he's only rostered at 18 percent of leagues, and he's coming off that groin injury. And but he's day to day right now. But when once, you're in a Nah, he should be back this week. But when you're in a 14-man league. It's – everyone's gone. I'm in a 12-man yeah. league with Marquez Cowway. I, I took him 196. I felt so dumb this week because I dropped Marquez Cowway and picked up LaVisca Chanel, and Chanel only has 6.8. Marquez Cowway put up 30. He got that Hail Mary catch. I don't want to talk about it. He probably saw that and was pissed. I was so needed. <laughs> but uh, tight ends, though. Zach Ertz is definitely a guy who's going to be streamed a lot this week. 
Ricky God, Seals Jones should be one on your league. Because Goddard's out on COVID, and Ertz is going to make a fine option for this league because they do play, I think, the – who do they play? I think they play the pick. No, oh, they, no, they play Thursday. The they Bucks. play Thursday. They play the Bucks. Uh, do we see O.J. Howard at all? Do we see him making no. an impact? Absolutely no. <laughs> the only game, person you're going to see is John Gruden. That game has disaster written all over it for the Eagles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> shout, shout out, Andrew. Shout out, Andrew. It's going to be a blowout. Hopefully it's not. Okay, Andrew. Uh, Hunter Henry for the uh, Patriots, who had a good game last week against the maybe, Texans. Going back to the Eagles, maybe they'll have more than 35 passing yards on 20 attempts. Uh, I hope so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rushing yards they need to get as well. They don't be running the ball. They don't run the – no. Shout, shout out Sluggo. He asked if I should – he asked if he should trade um, Henry Ruggs for Miles Sanders. No. Since he has a lot of receiving depth. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're trading for Miles Sanders. Go for it. Pull the trigger. No. What? But uh, uh, They also, don't run the ball. The Eagles just refuse to run the ball except for Hurts. He said like nine. Okay. Or no, I actually saw this on Twitter. He he had 32 some points in the last four weeks. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Back to the tight ends real quick. Hunter Henry for the Patriots, Dan Arnold for the Jags, and Ricky Seals-Jones for the uh, Washington. Yeah, I'm going to say Redskins. I'm not saying football team. Never. Football team. Wait, is Arnold not available? Arnold is only in 1.9 of the league, so he is a uh, free agent. There's Donald. no way he's not. I don't see Swear him. I don't see him. on our waiver, though, is what I'm yeah. saying. I don't know about your league. My league, I, I, I give you a – I'll, I'll give you two real deep sleeper tight ends, uh, Donald right. Parham Jr. and Tommy Tremble. Great yeah. touchdown. That, that uh, yeah, Tremble yeah. is going to play this week, so he's getting more reps at tight end too. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. nah, Tebow, he's owned in like a half a half a half of a percent of leagues. Jimmy Graham's yeah. still in the league. What the fuck? No, I don't think he is. Nah, he is. He's projected one point four. What? <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. Has he had has he had anything this year? Like any I don't think he like plays. Catches? Let me check. He's but, had uh, he's had three targets and caught one of them in week one. Wow. That sounds about right. That's why I was going down the list. I'm like, he's still here. So is he, he on the Bears? Is... Yeah, he's on the Bears, though. Oh, my God. But uh, defenses-wise, pick up the Colts defense because they will be playing the Texans. We, we, have like, we have, like, a total of 11 defenses available well, in a 14-man league. <laughs> so I don't Colts, even have a backup D. Broncos and Packers pick them up Who now. picked up Washington's defense? They they, they've been drafted. Uh, no, I no, I no, I had them and then I let them go because they're overrated. <laughs> they definitely um, are. They are definitely are overrated. They're overrated as shit. Let me see if I can find them here. Who you gotta be amazed at some of the defenses that are in this league. But, uh, do y'all do a defensive player in y'all's league or no? No, no, no. Well, if anybody's listening, you to do this kicker. <laughs> Uh, kicker, yes, Nick Fold, Greg Joseph, and Chris Boswell. Who's it? 
Age. Happy for that insight. No problem. But W H O R. Who's who that? the hell owns the Seahawks defense? What the hell? <laughs> but anyone listening, we're not to the in podcast, 2014. If anyone is in a Yahoo or NFL league for fantasy and you have to pick up a defensive player, recommend Hassan Reddick for the Panthers, Teron Johnson for the Bills, and Nasir Adderley for the Chargers. Who you need a who you got on your watch list for like trades? For trades? Ooh. Yeah. You, you add anyone to that or do you just not worry about that? Me, I haven't made any trades recently because my team so I'm in a twelve man PPR league, two hundred fifty dollar buy in. Mm-hmm. Oh. So yeah, this I know. <laughs> winner winner takes home three thousand dollars. So it's all in this year. I'm four and one. Hey, geez, that could be so. a big bank, yeah. So Herbert Here's is my football. quarterback. I took Herbert in the fifth round. Let's sink that in real quick. Herbert. Fifth? Fifth. I took him over Lamar, Kyler and Tom. And people call me retarded. But all right, Herbert's in the lead for the MVP. So I'm keeping my mouth shut. I mean, any of those guys are good. I, yeah. got, I got Lamar in the sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Ezekiel Elliott, James Robinson as my running backs. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Tyra Lockett. Most people call me stupid for this. I, I was, I'm, I'm just going to tell you this right now. I would sell high on Lockett. I, I was going to trade him, honestly. Yeah, because I don't think Gina is going to be raising his value. Yeah. So, if you're going to trade him, make sure you trade him before uh, Sunday's game. I'm trading realize I'm going to be making trades Before right you now. realize that he's going to be this bad all year. So... Everyone called me retarded because I picked Dawson Knox in the 16th round. I like at the very end, they're like, You're retarded because you could have picked up Tanya and Ricky Seals Jones. I said, Watch. And what? No, ain't, yeah. no, ain't no one said Ricky Seals Jones is going to be. Well, all the tight ends that are <laughs> gone, except and Dawson Knox was the last available guy. And if you look at the numbers, week one only had 8.1, week, week two, 9.7. Then once week three hit, 14.9. Back-to-back, 20.7. I honestly want, like, really low. I didn't spend that much on tight end. I got no offense in, like, the 10th round. And then when he scored two TDs in the first two weeks, I'm like, shit, his value's not going to be any higher than that. So, I'm getting Kyle Pitts for him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I but he's heading to me this week. I recently hey. dropped Robbie Anderson, Kenyon Drake, and who's the other guy I dropped? I dropped someone else. Drake. This, what a bust. Shout out Elliot. <laughs> oh my god. My question is, should I pick up the Steelers defense? I, I, want, I want y'all to hear I have him in this week. I have him in. So I, want y- I want y'all to hear this trade, and this is to a uh, Chris Carson owner. It is Michael Carter and Alex Collins for Javante Williams. You're high. What? No, I know that other dude's high for sending this shit. No, no, I sent no, I sent it to him because here's the oh thing. yeah, here's the thing. If he has Chris Carson, if he doesn't play, he has someone in what's it called? Alex Collins to play this week, and yeah. then since he's not, since he's gonna be playing him over Javante, you know. Well, I gotta see who I want for Tyler Lockett. I gotta trade him. I'm not sure what you could get for him. Jared, you, Jared, you're gonna be mad pissed at this, but I told Elliot to start uh, uh Madison last week. I hate you, dog. I was like, I was like, there's zero way that he woke up and he saw that he was 
that uh the cook was out and i was like okay like when the fuck did this happen but that was on me everyone laid an egg on my team i know i know everyone on my team laid an egg dog i have a question except actually yeah running backs are real solid but wide my wide outs all three of them my wide outs except for a tony on my bench laid a fucking egg Deontay did good points wise, but production no. It just had like the one long bomb. Yeah. At the beginning of the game, and I was like, ah, I'm set. I I I already won. <laughs> so should Tony I trade anymore. Tyler Lockett for Mike Evans? Don't mm-hmm. see that happening. Mm. No, I'm trying to find some good trades in my league. Like, I would definitely go. Well, worst part about it, next you probably get. You probably get someone like AB plus. I don't know. I also gotta add someone else. Not in there, not but... not just him, but A B and more stuff. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna go for DeAndre Hopkins on this one. I might put a little more in there for to get. You probably you could probably get someone like Cortland Sutton. Yeah. I mean, it's just a receiver. I mean, yeah, I receiver. Think... I mean, I'm just trying to look at receivers who I definitely think would be better than Lockett, but it won't be as valuable. I'm also gonna give him. I would, I would say, I would say D Hop, but I doubt you get that. So I'm sending a trade for DeAndre Hopkins for Robbie Anderson and Tyler Lockett. I don't know why you did accept that, but I'll just leave it at that. Well, most of the people in my league are a bunch of drunks, so we'll figure it out. They're putting a lot of money out there to be hammered. <laughs> Talk yes, about because next week I have Justin Jefferson, Robinson, Zeke, Herbert. Knox and Chanel on buys, and I need to figure out my roster. If not, I'm going to go full. If, if, it was, if it was the week before, you probably could have got Rob Robert Woods, but mm. probably not now. Same with Chase Claypool. I just got to figure out my uh, next week, like this week, because I got to like, um, I had to pick you, a kicker named Gay so I don't get canceled. I don't, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, who has Jamar in your league, but I'd probably take him over Lockett. Well, what's his bye week? That's the question. His bye week's 10. 10? What's his numbers? I got to look at that. Isn't, he's They're the good. best receiver. Averages nearly 20. So, Even though every week he gets projected fucking 14. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, they have a bunch of good wideouts. Yeah, see Higgins. Really I, I, I always know. I always know Boyd's the one busting though. Mm-hmm. Higgins is a, a solid, and then Jamar's he, just a goat. He sold me on a parlay, so mm-hmm. he rejected my trade. God damn you, Bruno! Hey, he was he, he was on top of it though, at least. Paul Bruno, if you're ever listening to this podcast, just accepted my trade for once. Mm-hmm. Well, twenty dollars. <laughs> we get I the. Just, can we get the trade details on that, uh, Adam? Yeah. After. <laughs> <laughs> well, time to use Watson. IBM Watson will not. That, <laughs> that you're not going to get any value. Never. You're not going to get any value out of anything you want. It's, there. A, it's always fun seeing what they generate for you. <laughs> it's some Zeke. bullshit every one, time. One of my, one of my <laughs> trades was uh, Chris Carson, 49ers versus Zeke. You're fucking high. 
It's some bullshit every single time. It's, just, it's, it's so funny to me. Let me use mine and see if I can get a cool one. Saquon, Saquon and Jamar Chase for Chase Claypool and Javante Williams. You mean Justin Jefferson for Kareem Hunt? Yeah, sure thing. That's not a bad deal. And a, a, B, and Saquon for Pollard and Higgins. <laughs> Take that. Send me that. Send me that one. I Honestly, all, you know what I'd 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 Reasons why Urban thinks he's in fucking college. So if if it didn't happen last week, like, are we trusting that it will happen this upcoming? Actually, they play the Dolphins and the. It don't matter. We had the Titans last game. week. We had the Titans this week, and we didn't even look. What do you mean we? You're not even a Titans fan. I meant uh, Jags fan. I I mean I live here. I root for him. I mean he's. He's more of a fan. He's more of a fan of the Blake Bortles Jags. But yes, you can hear that from me. <laughs> Back in the prime days, bro, I still have. I was. I, I will always hold that trophy of I was the only Steeler fan that knew they were gonna lose that game in the playoffs. No fucking. I way. I I am going to hold that trophy as I, I was. Cap. Pretty much the only Steeler fan Cap. that knew yeah. that. <laughs> oh yeah. So we were all party. watching that game at your house, Bruh, I, Like I wanted them to win. Like you knew, I did not trust that game though. Yeah. Hey, I hate to interrupt, but y'all no, want the good news or bad news? Because people, are, no, people you get a good trade no, to go through. People, no, always, this is one in a trade. Because I remember that year, people always told me, "Do you really think the Steelers are gonna lose to Blake Bortles?" Yes. And I, yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> I have good news and bad news. Good news. Good news is uh, the Seahawks found a backup quarterback. Blake Bortles. Yeah. They actually signed Blake Bortles. Yes. The bad news is it's Blake Money Bortles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're winning the Super Bowl. You know what? I. Hey, hey, my needed, bad on that one, guys. They, they needed, they they needed to build a uh, <laughs> talk about perfect timing, eh? Hey, they needed to build a noodles and company up in Seattle, so that's who they brought in. Well, oh so my, my goal in life is to get all the uh, Blake Bortles jerseys. I already have a Jags jersey. All I need is a Rams, a Broncos, and a Packers jersey. Now I need a damn Seahawks. Bortles continue to go to every team, buddy. I support you. Yeah, we sign them one day. Next year, I, I love you. I love you, Blake. Blake, if you want Mike, Mike, Mike Tomlin said I he wants a neighbor. QB. Next he year. wants a veteran QB. Get Blake Bortles on the team, baby. <laughs> I mean, Dwayne Haskins is not the same. It can't be any worse than it already is. Can we be? Can we be blunt about that? We need a chill with the fence land. Oh Jesus, dude! Like, best Blake Bortles moment in my goddamn life. Like Fourth there are lines. There are lines you can cross and like we've <laughs> gone over the Ben Slander. This is just too far. Oh god. Like we've said we've said we've said you'd rather have the MVP. Um now we're saying Bortles. <laughs> like we're not seriously saying 
So, uh, so Blake Bortles is a legend in my home city of Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Shout out to uh, UCF, right? Yeah. So you see, yeah. So he's a local Oviedo kid. Wait, so he wasn't right down the road. Wait, he wasn't there for the undefeated seasons, was was he? No, no, he was uh drafted. He was just before that. He yeah. was drafted two years before that. But uh, best Man. moment of my life, Man. let me tell you, Blake Mortals. It was my junior year of high school, Fourth of July. There was a party on 16th Avenue South. I was there with my buddy. There was a nice house on the water, so we're like on the beach. So we're like, screw it, let's go. Mm. Guess whose house I walk into, Blake. The fuck boat. Portals. The boat's house. The boat's oh, house. Shit. This man has a wine cellar downstairs. And I tell you one thing, dude. Blake knows how to throw parties. I will give him that. I have seen the videos of him. Like, there was like some, like, I don't know if it was like a uh, show that he had. It was the Barstool. It was the Barstool. Yeah. Show. What a Bro. legendary video because that is like one of – I still have that like in my YouTube media because that's one of my favorite YouTube videos to watch it's when I'm just, just like drunk as hell. Listening yeah. to him just like speak was just the funniest shit to me. If you had to choose one person to be the national, the Florida Man National Anthem, it will forever be Blake Bortles. Oh, my God. I mean, the guy is a Florida guy. And the man. The myth. And I don't think the, man's, the man should have a statue built for what he did in 20. He should be on the cover of Barstool Sports Podcast. And he should, honestly, he should be on the podcast. They need a memorial outside of a TIAA, the bank stadium. Well, you think like he'll ever him. get on the. Uh, the wall with Fred just, Taylor. Just and total, just you might as well just have him there. <laughs> just why not? <laughs> just have a mural of him that overshadows <laughs> the high double bank stadium. Dude, it would be amazing to be a bartender at Bud Zone at the Jacksons. It would be absolutely awesome. Because he's going to be drunk already. So what's the, like you have your former quarterback as a bartender going to Jags games to watch him lose. That's the both fucking world. Yeah, and, and another thing is, he is he has more wins than Trevor Lawrence as a Jag. Yep. Hey, 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 hey. clearly. We <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Give us some uh, time, man. We're young. We are super, mm-hmm. super young. The sooner oh. you fire Urban, the closer you. Honestly. It ain't gonna everyone, everyone asked me, he's like, how do you feel about Tebow getting signed by the Jags? That was the most dumbest fucking idea in the history of NFL. Because how are you going to bring a quarterback who hasn't played in seven years in pro football to be a tight end, a position he doesn't know how to fucking play? To be honest, I don't know why people care so much about that. Mainly because, like... They did it for attention. Yeah, literally. You get, well, yeah, you get that, sales out of that. That's how they want your daily uh, jersey I remember, sales. I remember telling Elliot this at the time. It's literally a business decision. Yep. So it's exactly what the Mets did. It's literally what the Mets did. At the just, same time, like if you're just bringing, if someone like wants to try out for a team, why not? Yeah, yeah just why not? give them a chance. Well, and if it doesn't work, be... you caught them after the first day. It's just what you got to do. So I heard a rumor around the streets of Jacksonville. There's kicking tryouts tomorrow at 9 a.m. sharp at TIA Bank Field. I will be in attendance with a 12 pack of Modelo. 
Sign me up. Matt, Matt right, um, isn't it? Matthew, Matty Ice, more like Matty, not nice, but it's all good. Lambo, if you're hearing this, please be healthy or don't miss any more field goals. Thank you. How much gotta, money do you think you got, I can make uh, out of that? You guys should just get some soccer player. You guys should just get some soccer player. You want me to find Andrew's him? a soccer player. <laughs> I'll get soccer. I'll get I'll get him to do it. I'll and let him know. So no, I just wanna, do that last year. I think so. That's funny, so. So uh a transition from football real quick. Um how do we feel about this Kyrie Irving situation with the Nets? Oh, Sam, you were uh no, nah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't early. being. I wasn't saying. I wasn't being serious about the Senate, the stuff I said earlier with Lillard. But uh oh, we gonna cancel it, you like John Gruner? Gotta run. Calm down. But I'm not sure how serious we're gonna have to worry about that situation until it gets later in the season. I mean, honest. He's. In my opinion, if you don't want it, like. Because if you have Kate, if you have Katie and Harden, like you're not worried about the regular season. Yeah, I mean, they have if one of them gets hurt, then all of a sudden, yeah, you only have one of the guys left, and even then, that might be enough to win the East. But when it comes, but when it comes to uh, trading Kyrie, like I don't really know. In my opinion, I mean, once this whole COVID stuff is done and over with, I mean, the vaccine passports were, in my opinion, unnecessary. I mean, if I think they're the only sport that actually enforces it, too. I mean, the whole state of California and New York are the only two states in the U.S. to have vaccine passports, which is stupid. I hate to say it. It's just dumb. Like, there's no need. Cause... No, but in other sports, like, you don't have to be yeah, you don't have fully to vaccinated. It's only the NBA where the NBA is the only is enforcing sport. it. That has to be fully vaccinated, which Andrew Wiggins announced he will not be doing it. So it's only, it's only the states that's illegal. Yeah. So Andrew Wiggins and Kyrie Irving are the only two players that announced that they will be fine with going to Wiggins. They just don't want to play at home, which is fine because Kyrie Irving is a perfect example of a guy who does perfect on the road. They well, they just well they just sent him home entirely. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. So he's not going to be playing at all. He's not. He's going to be playing probably four. What is it? How many games of basketball? Eighty-two or eighty-three? Eighty-two. Yeah. So he's going to be playing forty-one games on the road, and he's going to miss forty-one games not being at home. Same no, they're just not going to have him apparently at all. Yeah, no, I, think, I think they just sent him home so he's a full participant. That's yeah. just what came out today. You think they're going to trade him? I don't I mean, think that. I mean, if you're if you have a player who's not playing for you, I mean, you already have James Harden who's on that big contract. You have Kevin Durant, probably one of the best. As weird as it as year. weird as it sounds, like a Ben Simmons Kyrie trade actually does make sense. And, Even though I don't, I don't know if they would do that. In my opinion, I hate to say this, Ben Simmons is the most overhyped basketball player in the NBA. I mean, we I are. Well, yeah. I feel but... like we've established that to an extent. But Shout out Andrew again. <laughs> he definitely is, like, but bare minimum, like, top five defender in the league. Yeah. If he was, like, a more aggressive basketball player, we'd definitely be talking about a top 20 to top 15 player. I mean, if you're Oklahoma City Thunder, you can trade your 25 draft picks for this guy. But no, no. What is that? Keep him away. That... Keep him away from OKC. Please. <laughs> Why are you an OKC fan? I love the Thunder, bro. We in oh, that rebuild no. right now. 
Ah, uh, it's a beautiful. It's all beautiful good. stuff. Well, how do you feel about playing Andrew Russell uh, this year? He's already over that. Yeah, I mean, I'd love Russ. He got I'm Chris a- Paul for him. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris Paul was good. Phoenix. Yeah, but we got a good year. I mean, we. I feel like he helped helped our team learn a little bit, but. I mean, there's only one player from that, or two players from that team, but. Yeah, Lou Dorton Shea, but you know what? Going in the right we'll direction. Be fine. We'll be fine oh, in the future. Yeah, I'll be okay. Well, Kyrie, um, though. Don't know. Uh, <laughs> Make a move I don't know. But he's ineligible to play. So I, yeah. I, This is what Jared was talking about earlier. I mentioned a, a three-way trade that would send uh, Dame to the Nets and Kyrie to a third team. And then that third team would send a lot of stuff to Portland. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, just, I, I, I feel like Damian would be perfect. Damian's the same player as Kyrie. So arguably uh, better. No, like the not the same. The yeah, same kind better. of player, like a point guard who can shoot, can play make, mm-hmm. and shut the basket. Yeah. And it's a lot of on defense. Yes. So yeah, damn near the same player. Except one is capable of being a number one option. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. I've been hearing this all over Twitter. Start bench cards. You ready? I'm going to name three guys who are probably one of the best players in the NBA and most underappreciated. So you tell me who you start. You tell me who you bench. You tell me who you cut. You ready? Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns. And Bradley Bill of the Washington Wizards. Who do you start? Who do you bench? And who do you cut? Give me it. All right, cut Bill immediately. Nah, <laughs> no Bill slander. Stop. Stop. I know. That. I have to agree with Sam on this one. I know. I know. It's hard. It's hard because it's hard not to. Underappreciated shooting guard in this game. But, but it's hard have... with those other guys. You're right. It's just feel like being as statistically. Um, appealing to the other guys translates to winning, you know. So, who do you think is the most at least? Who do you think is the most underrated player? Is it Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker? I don't think either of those two are underrated. No, not anymore. If we would have like maybe two years ago, yeah, definitely not now. Especially Mitchell's leading that a team to like the number one seed in the West. He he did it last year. Jalen Brown's definitely underrated. Yeah, he was out all of last year, right? Like he was out of last year. He was out half of the season. No, like when people bring up Bradley Beal scenarios, and then they mention Jalen Brown, I'm like, the better player there is Jalen Brown, or the better asset there is Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is the most underrated small forward in the game. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. This year, it's going to be either Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker because Mitchell had an incredible. But those two season. are already those two are already like respectable players. Like I'd say yeah. they're both top twenty players. Yeah, most definitely. I, I mean, most underrated is Donovan Mitchell because he. If we're being real. Guy, most, if we're being real, the most underrated is Zach Levine. Zach Levine Zach probably Levine. most. Yeah, Zach Levine has. Had an on and off career, but this year going to Chicago with Alex Caruso, DeMar DeRozan, 
Just Last year, he was actually him. really good. He was like, so I think... damn good. He put up 29.5 points per game. Nobody, nobody talked about nobody talked about how good of a season Zach Levine had last year because Levine the was good. Mm-hmm. Levine was by far. But he had 27-5-5 on 50-42-85 splits. So like, just happened uh, he was on the Bulls and did not get recognized. Like how many 63% true shooting, which is major jump up from a 56. So he is so Bleacher Reports and uh what you call it released their top nine NBA players of the of the twenty twenty two season. Y'all ready to hear this? I, before before you say that, making that top ten uh NBA players list, you're either leaving AD or Dame out. Yeah. So that's the funny part. And this one, both of those are in the top ten. So you're either leaving LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, Katie, Steph, Luca. Luca got to be in the top ten. Luca's top ten. Luca's wow. yeah. Luca's definitely top. Now Embiid, Jokic, and Harden, like those are the nine. So it's so it leaves you with AD and Dame. Let's so hear the list. Let's hear the list. Number ten is Anthony Davis. Number okay. nine is Damian Lillard. Number eight, Joel Embiid. Wow. Number seven is Harden. Six, honestly, I'd rather have him at five is Doncic. Uh, number five is uh, Jokic for the uh, Nuggets. Number four is Curry. Number three is Brabron. Two is Giannis. And number one, KD. Wow. So Kawhi's not in it at all. Kawhi is That's not crazy. In it at all. Yeah. Well, Kawhi's not playing. Kawhi is top twenty I, I, in the league, but in this year he's definitely not top ten. Well, he's not it, playing this year or most of it. Well, he's recovering off the ACL tear. Right? He's not going to be back till like late in the season, like March. If yeah. we're being optimistic, three months outside of the playoffs too. So basically, who was number ten on that list? Eighty. So pretty much just saying, AD is not a top ten player if Kawhi is healthy. If Kawhi is healthy, he's top ten. If Kawhi is not healthy, AD Kawhi is healthy. He's well, like that's top the thing. Three. Is, like, is AD healthy either? Like, can you even have him in the top ten? Yeah, no, but I'd rather, I, I might get some slack for this, but I'd rather have a healthy AD than a healthy Dame. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah. It's just that AD is like made it made out of paper and can't like hit, def- I don't know how he's only had one year or two years for that matter the 2018 year and the 2020 playoffs but this doesn't get brought up enough the fact that they had a pandemic stoppage and so he had time to rest I don't think people realize how important that was to him specifically. Yeah. Because we've never seen AD play like 100-some games in a season, essentially. Or 90 for that matter, you know? Right. So is he capable of, say, doing that this upcoming year? I don't know the answer to that question. Well, Dame will be, though. Dame, yes. In my opinion... If you're but at the same time, is the Knicks an option if you're Damian Lillard? 
But at the same time, you're not getting the same level of defensive play that AD defensive impact that AD brings as well as the polished offensive game he has. Mm-hmm. So that that would be my case for AD. And yeah, the injury is probably the only thing that would keep AD from being a better overall player than Dane, if we're being real. Yeah. Well, I hate to change the topic once again, but uh, college football, man. We're just all over the place. I it's, know. I, I mean, it's good to talk about it because it reminds me of Pat McAfee, but at the same time, it's just stuff that needs to be talked about and because every week is a new I like, Every day, there's always some new day. Every day is a new day <laughs> for sports. That's always been told. I love it. So my question is, if you're Oklahoma, after coming back from Texas, by the way, was a good – yeah, Rattler's out of there now. Rattler. Too. You think yeah. Rattler's going to start, or is Caleb, he no. Caleb leaving? Williams, please, I, please start him. I think Caleb Rattler's Williams. done. I think he's leaving OU. Rattler. He is looked he angry after that win. Player? Yeah, he looked angry after that win. I don't know if you saw him like he's, he didn't even on the go field. in the locker room. And he went straight to the bus. Yeah, he was dog. I hate that dude with a passion. I hate Rattler, especially off the QB. Shout out series. Ross on that one. I don't know if Ross is watching this, but. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Ross, Ross loves Rattler. Special. I'm not a fan of Rattler. I mean, Rattler. He's a dickhead. I saw the videos I saw of him. Have y'all seen the uh, high school clip of him? Yeah. Just like oh, yelling, at yelling at his wide receivers, dog. Yeah. That's all he does. He like he, he bitches he and moans. Nope. I'm, I'm glad someone like that is having, quote, success in college. Okay. Yes. So, uh, the top 25 rankings have officially come out for college football. Um, Texas Oklahoma's is lucky top to be 25 four. now. After, after a loss? Te- no, no. Te- Texas, yeah. They're at Texas A&M, you mean? No, 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 no. Texas A&M is back in the top 25. They're at 21. But Texas yeah. Longhorns are at 25. Mm-hmm. Were they unranked and then they, lo- and then they lost and they got ranked? I don't think so. I think they were ranked when they played Oklahoma. I think they were like 18. They might have been, yeah. They might have been. So it wasn't a bad loss, really, for them. They, they played honestly, a good game. Oklahoma, they were running what kind of what Georgia did back in the uh, Rose Bowl. Uh, they ran that wild dog formation to the outside. And as soon as that gap opened, gone. There's, mm. You're not stopping that. Like, no. That's the one thing about running backs nowadays. Once you see your gap, you have probably a one, one to two-second – change your direction to get through there and not you're going to be behind the yard for negative yards. It's just how college football and NFL works now. You have mm-hmm. to hit your gap. If not, you're not going nowhere. It's going to be a rough day. But uh, yeah. Texas is – uh, You can uh, make no, your own hole. They literally <laughs> use their own practice guys as stiff arm dummies for Derrick Henry at practice, which is funny to watch, by the way. As a Jacks fan, it sucks to beat it. But at the same time, it's funny. Speaking yeah. of practice, Joe, did y'all see that clip uh, of, like, the kid getting run over by two people at a time? I and saw then he would just keep getting up, and then he would still that, – that, every, every coach needs to be fired from that school, real talk. <laughs> so uh, like, That's flat-out child, child abuse. That's <laughs> straight child abuse. But uh, Texas is 25, San Diego State's at 24, SMU at 23, North Carolina State. At, so Clemson's the first time in five years out of the top 25. They, they were out of it last week as well, right? No, no, they were at 25 and they lost. 
No, they won, I no, thought. No they shot. They won and they moved him out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I they almost lost the Boston six. College, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I we, mean, it makes sense they we, got moved out. They, they were suck. Out. Week six, they were out, actually. So, a back in the top 25 out there, losing two straight from Arkansas. And who was the other team? I think it was LSU. They actually, or... they actually won those games. No, I'm checking. They beat – or no, NC State they lost. Never mind. Yeah. By the way, that receiver during that NC State game, who was it? Was it Nagata or was it Ross? They were trying to put get the PI so bad and uh, they call it. And me and Mezzi, I think. Yeah, it was like number six or eight. They were trying to play the PI, but he, the DB never touched him. He could have caught that ball and went to OT with the double overtime, but that cost him the game. Mm. But uh, DJ Ugo Hagali, whoever is Ugalele, yeah. If you're him, finish out the season at Clemson and transfer. I hate to say that because Clemson is not the right fit for him. He is he the issue there? I feel like no, it's no, their no, own no. line. The, the yeah. issue is all their seniors are gone. So yeah. you have no guys to look up and say, except the new class of seniors who haven't played much. They still got Justin Ross, right? Yeah, they got Justin Ross. He's well. a junior. I mean, they got Nagata, uh, Ross, and they got that freshman running back who's fucking amazing. Uh, but Brian Perse, they're starting D-tackle, the big boy, the number one prospect in the class of 2019. Uh, he's out for the year with a torn ACL. So they just lost another guy. So K.J. Henry and Xavier Thomas have to step up for Clemson's defense. They yeah. lost their linebacker, too, number 10. I don't know his name. Skowski's still there? Skowski, yeah, he's there. He's 47. He played against Georgia. Uh, but Clemson, if you're transfer back out west, because it's such a weird transition, in my opinion, if you're a quarterback halfway across the country, transferring a far away to a college that only wants you just for the media. I mean, in my opinion, Uwali, he's six, what, six, five, 280 pounds at quarterback who probably runs a four eight, which is pretty damn good, in my opinion. Yeah. But, yeah. Still, like, it's just overhype. In my opinion, he needs to transfer to, like, a Pac-12 school where it's good for him because, well, he's from the islands. He's a uh, he's a local USO kid. So it would be perfect for him to, like, go to, like, Oregon. Oregon would be a great school for him. Washington, USC, anywhere close to home because I don't understand how guys go from out west to out east and underperform. Or UCLA. UCLA. I mean, they have DRT. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyhow, Texas A&M is back in the top 25 at 21. Uh, Jared, your boys are at 20 right now after being Bishop Sycamore. <sighs> that's, that's real tough. <laughs> I think we're going to bounce back. I think we are v- very underrated now. Yard, in my opinion, if Anthony Richardson stays healthy and, Amor- and Mary Jones doesn't, that's your quarterback for now on. I think Emory might oh. hang around another year. I'm not uh, going to lie. Is he a junior or is he a senior? Yeah, he, yeah, because of uh, a COVID, he has like another year of eligibility. Yeah, he'll definitely stay. But, uh, and I'm okay with that. I want another year of Emory Jones. That's my that's my dog. I've been waiting years for him to have a moment. I've been coming out of high school. I know. <laughs> but, uh, he needs another year. I think he does. If he... One more year, he'll be a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. But uh, BYU, the Mormons are at 19. <laughs> uh, Arizona State at 18. Jaden Daniels, that kid is special. That kid is something special at ASU. 
They got a lot of baddies out there. I bet he he gets them all. Who's the lucky who's man? The QB What's up? Who's the Nevada QB getting buzzed? Right Carson now? Strong. That kid Appa- is apparently. Oh my god! Apparently he's, he's like, I saw. First. Yeah, I saw a um, mock draft that had him going top five. I mean, up with that. Remember, he started over Malik Henry. Malik Henry went to Florida State, transferred to Independence Community College, and went to Nevada as a walk-on, won a scholarship after for a senior season, played. Malik Henry is currently playing, I think, AFL. I'm not for sure, but uh, he Carson Strong went in for Malik Henry because Malik Henry threw four picks against uh, – UNLV, where Tate Martell is now, the former quarterback. Is Ohio that where State. he's at right now? Yeah. yeah, that's where Tate Martell is now. <laughs> Man he really is fell back, off. No, he, he is back home in Las Vegas, which honestly he is starting, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, that's a good fit for him. But Wait, what's he starting as? Uh, he started like at quarterback. quarterback for UNLV. Man, went to Miami, and he wasn't able to walk on there. Uh, I, I thought you said hey, he, because he went from quarterback to receiver, and he transferred. But – uh. Yeah, that Jaden Daniels kid at Arizona State, if you watch his film, uh, if you watch the 2020 Oregon State, Oregon versus AS, Arizona State game, I think it might be 2019 if I'm saying that correctly. That kid, he looks so skinny. He looks like JT Daniels, more skinnier, has an arm, probably 60 yards plus, which is incredible. But – uh. Arkansas is at 17, which I'm actually shocked. Were they at 13 or 15 when they played Ole Miss? I think they were like 13. 13? Because they're good. They're good. Like KJ Jefferson Jefferson. is really good. But uh, here's the thing, though. The reason why Arkansas loses games now, they run a weird different defense. They run three down linemen, two linebackers, and six defensive backs. Mm Mm-hmm. You know why Georgia won that blowout game? They can just they, run all over them, yeah. Exactly. You have guys who average 340 pounds, 6'6", six, six, just offensive line, and you have Zemir White and James Cook and Kendall Milton just running the ball all day. It was just well out. Wake Forest. They've been looking good. I watched them against uh... – Who did they play? Was it Syracuse, I think? Yeah, that was whoever they were up against the week right before. It was a good one that went into MOT. Sam Hartman, that was the guy on QB1 was uh, Spencer Rattler and all of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid is good. That kid's real damn good. He has a good arm. He has a, He's a perfect leader role for Wake Forest, too. So, uh, Coastal Carolina, they're still in the top 25. They're, they're undefeated, right? Yeah. Hey. Notre Dame at 14. They are overrated as shit. Overrated we, as we've been knowing that, though. Oh, yeah. We've known we it for years. They're like, oh, we want Alabama, but didn't, didn't Hey, we, 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 beat, we beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Let's exactly. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ole Miss at 13. Matt Corral is probably – Heisman favorite. Do you think Heisman contender? I feel like the Heisman um, contender this year is Bajan Robinson. I don't know. He does look good. He didn't look half a bad against Alabama. I mean, they said grab your popcorn, but Bama's the one grabbing the popcorn. But mm-hmm. Corral looks good. I'll give him that. Um, Oklahoma State at 12. I don't know nothing much about OSU this year. I really don't know. I made a bet on them to – Mike Gundy always getting a cover ready. one game, and they did not cover. 
so, against uh, like I forget who it was like the like week one. <laughs> then we have Kentucky at eleven. Who is their quarterback at Kentucky? Overrated. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who it is. <laughs> they're 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 overrated. So it's the uh, Gators will uh, beat themselves that game. It wasn't Kentucky. I'm now convinced it was the Gators. They beat themselves. So but. Will Levis is the guy. He's a redshirt junior. He went to Penn State. Oh wow! Yeah, one of the wideouts they have is really good. I don't know his name. That wideout for number, I think he's like number three or two. Oh my god! He's, Animal. He's like a demon. Probably the best since like Randall Cobb at Kentucky. By far, he'd be dogging. I tell you one thing: Kentucky has a good way of producing outside linebackers, though. Mm-hmm. They have a good way with it. I don't know how they do it, but Josh Allen was definitely a steal. Into the top ten, who do we get? Too bad, too bad, top ten. I'm bad. actually happy this team is in it because they are so. Good. I'm glad you heard that. So, uh, <laughs> the head coach for this team is a former defensive coordinator at Georgia by the name of Mel Tucker. Is Michigan State Spartans at number ten? They're Michigan good. State. Kenneth mm-hmm. Walker at running back. As a Heisman contender, too, he's a guy who's putting up numbers. When did they face uh, Michigan? I think they played this week. A week. Oh. No, this week, that, and a week from now. A week well, from now? It might be next week. I might be wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, next week. That's what I mean. That's yeah, going to be a good week. game. That's going to be a fucking good-ass game because this week's games, uh, Friday is Cal, Oregon. Uh, Friday is also San Diego State, San Jose. But the big games, Kentucky, Georgia at 330. Uh, OSU, o- Oklahoma State versus Texas on Fox at 12. Auburn, Arkansas, that's going to be a good game. Uh, Florida plays, go travels to LSU. Ooh, Jared. I don't what think it's a about? trap game. LSU sucks. Ed O needs to go. Uh, this might be his last LSU, year. LSU getting exposed without Joe Burrow and Joe Brady. Mm. I'm already going to call upset alert. I'm going to say upset alert, Purdue against Iowa. I hate to say that. Granted. I like it. Granted. I like – let's go Boilermakers, baby. Yeah. <laughs> they Texas suck, but you know what? I mean, <laughs> Purdue doesn't look bad even though they are 3-2. Yeah. But uh, Texas A&M travels to Missouri. I think Phil, is Phil Jerkovic still at uh, Boston College? Yes. A BYU, the Mormons travel to Arlington, Texas to play Baylor. They're losing that one. That's a trap game. This is a trap game, in my opinion. You ready for this? Alabama at Mississippi State. No. Yes. A&M had a couple of bad losses. They were a good team. They were unranked, but they were a good team. favored 62% against Mississippi State. What? Mississippi State is good this year. After one loss, dog? No, 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 no. no. That's not the reason why. Mississippi State's defense. They're good? Top 10. But at the same time, Bama's defense is also. Bama's defense. At the same time, you also have a running back named Brian Robinson who's going to run the fucking ball all over him. But at the same time, it's kind of a trap game. But this trap game is TCU-Oklahoma, 730 on ABC. The over-under is at negative 13.5. I'm going to have to say TCU. Zach Evans. Uh, Zach yeah. Evans, who was supposed to go to Georgia. God damn it. And also to Florida. Also, well, <laughs> he had Florida first, then Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then he but, went to uh, TCU. <laughs> that quarterback for uh, TCU, what was it, Dugan, Duggan? He, he's good. I like mm-hmm. him a lot. 
Yeah. Ole Miss, Tennessee at seven thirty. Tennessee, dude, they're four and two. Yeah, they're they're garbage. I mean, <laughs> throw them into the Nebraska. Um, actually, no, they're not there yet. But or they're not where they were like a few years ago. But they're not bad. I mean, Tennessee. They played South Carolina. South Carolina. This is not their year. Carolina does not. Look Will good Muschamp got to go? They got to fire Mus- that dude. Muschamp is on the Georgia Bulldogs now. Is he? Yeah, he's our oh, special shit. Team coordinator. Oh, that's that's good at least. I hated that man when he was on the Gators. Dude, almost yeah, ruined I hated, our team. I hated Jim McAvoy. Jim, Jim McAvoy. Oh yeah, God. he almost ruined the Gators too. Remember that Georgia Florida game? It was like 49-14. <laughs> Let me bring back PTSD for you, Florida fans. If you're listening, go dogs. Uh... <laughs> uh, NC State Boston College at seven thirty four and one versus four and one. That's gonna be a good ass game. ACC, uh, I just don't know. They just be. I, in my opinion, this is the, the year place. for Big Ten. Big Ten, this is their year. Yeah, it really is. They look good. Ohio State, even though they lost to Oregon, they still look good. They, I think they have five teams in the top ten. They got six. Yeah. Oh, six. Oh, Cincinnati. Wait, is Cincinnati Big Ten? Cincinnati. No, 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 Cincinnati. No, they're going Big Twelve. That's my apologies. And Pac-12 at the dark, Arizona State at Utah. That's just the games in a week. But uh, the rank, I mean, the rest of the rankings, you have Oregon. How the hell is Michigan number eight? They just run the ball r- r- right down your throat the whole time. They're running games in the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait. McNamara does not have to do anything. He can just, just sit there and hand it off. Yeah. Have- they have not been – it's like big losing a game oh, the whole I'm year. I don't, I don't think they've been l- losing at all the entire year. Michigan played Penn State. He's just like a uh, Baker. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Who's <laughs> <laughs> even wow. the quarterback at Michigan anyway? McNamara, and then they got a backup. They got Haskins too. Was out of IMG. I was about to say because didn't Shea Patterson go pro last year? <laughs> I hope not. No. I hope no one took his shape at I saw on Haskins. <laughs> is that him? The is quarterback? That, they got no for running back. I think so. Haskins is a guy. I forget the Corum, other one. Yeah. I can't see it now, but. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, they're those both are like the two backs that are insane. But this is the first time in what? Is it 20 years there's been five teams uh, for Big Ten in the top ten? Five yeah. of them, too. Like, damn. I think so. But uh, a couple, like, knock each other out, but still. But, uh, yeah, you have Penn State who beat Auburn. And they beat – Would you – Lost have... to Iowa. Hmm? No, actually, I'll wait for this point. No, go ahead. Say your point. No, I was going to say, um, would you ever thought you'd see Iowa, too? In my opinion, <laughs> No. And Bama never lost? Yes. I would definitely say – That's just crazy to think about seeing. Like, them yeah. and Cincinnati, two and three. It just doesn't – this is a weird year for – This is probably football. the weirdest year of college football in the history of college mm-hmm. football. Because you have Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan at six, seven, eight, back to back to back. Think about that. Then you mm-hmm. have Bama only moving four spots down to five. OU still stays at four. Cincinnati, who I don't know who the hell they play. Apparently, they play Notre Dame and won, which I'm shocked. <laughs> That's probably why they're up there. 
they blow them out too. Apparently, they had that Notre Dame gas pack on standby. <laughs> then they Iowa, also beat, they also beat Indy. You know? They beat Indiana. Mm-hmm. That's probably another. Oh, one. Be, that's right because uh, Indiana's quarterback's out for the year. No, nah, Penix played that game. Well, someone said he's out for the year with like a hand surgery. Oh, he's oh he did well not for that game. Like he might definitely been, might have been two weeks played, after though. that game. Then you have Cincinnati Desmond Riddler. Do you think he signs with Cincinnati? I'll be honest with you, I'm not involved in the Heisman race as much, but I've like heard his name come up in it here and there. He looks good. I mean, when we played him last year in the Peach Bowl, he looked pretty damn good running the ball. Then, Sam, your team, the Hawkeyes, at number two. I, I don't think anyone was a Hawkeyes fan <laughs> coming in this year, especially anyone outside of Iowa. <laughs> Indeed. Then, on, number- on, honestly, honestly, just happy they beat Penn State. <laughs> That game was good uh, just, watch, but oh, Iowa yeah. got bailed out. I hate to say that. Iowa got bailed out so hard. But that doesn't mean that they are – I think, honestly, everyone other than – I saw a actually, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Everyone that is in, like, the Big Ten is overrated. I'm going to say it. I saw Why, a Because call they don't play SEC right every before. Saturday? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't in the SEC – well, we can't say Bishop Sycamore technically. Mm, well, yeah, Vandy and Bruh, so does that. Who else? So There's does another the, garbage team. So does the UCF championship not count? Oh no, they count. One thousand percent. They beat Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> then I hate. One... I actually hate that so much, <laughs> but I. I just I just ignore them. I mean, they wouldn't schedule games against like like the Gators, so they're just a bunch of pussies. But hey, hey, all 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 I know is Pitt beat them. They also beat the Deshaun Watson Clemson team. They beat Miami (laughs) when they were number two as well. I was at that game. That shit was hella funny. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that at all. (laughs) I was Steelers. The Steelers or the, not the Steelers, the Pan, the Pitt Panthers always find ways to beat these over ranked overrated teams. teams. Exactly, and then just I'll, lose the rest I'll of their it. games. All I gotta say is, UCF is the best party school in Florida. Don't have me. Florida State, I, I don't Florida know, State man. is trash. I literally, I mean, we'll, we'll go back again. I left it. I can't really inform you on that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what's it? What's the best? Are you patties though? IUP, baby. <laughs> so, what's the best party schools in Pennsylvania? I gotta hear this. Um, so Indiana, uh, Indiana University of PA. Okay, that's a big one. I'm not gonna that's lie, like for how like fun. small of a, a uh, school it is. I was about to say, get that school out here. Yep. But uh, so Pitt's not a big party school. PSU, U- no, UPGA, no. UPGA is not bad. It's one. in the middle of a like University right in the middle of the city. University at Pitt Johnstown is not a bad one. Nah, yeah, I I I actually did have a good time when I went up there. For the most part, I yeah. mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't call our meal party school, but <laughs> nah, Ross's house though, wherever he at now, I'm sure they partying, but yeah, they definitely do that. All they time. got a. Uh, 
like super Saturday. Like, Ed party, Ed right parties before. always get caught. That's just the one thing I've been taught. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'd definitely say the top five party schools in the state of Florida. Get your pen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get your notepads and your pencils out. The University was... of North Florida, number one. No, absolutely. <laughs> not. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> the worst. Like the worst I, I, it's so state. fucking garbage. Dude, there's no parties no more. I went to like, yeah. Yeah, one of the parties I went to last weekend was kind of bummy. But... I heard my buddy was there. He was like, yo, this shit's trash. I'm like, this is why I don't go out. I literally yeah. go to the beach bars. I was, it was sad, dog. They literally ran out of alcohol in like the first hour. Yo, Jared, <laughs> speaking of alcohol, we need to go uh, to UCF to go to a game and a party soon. I'm down. I'd be down. I'm low key down. I, I'm <laughs> Florida, Georgia, I'm so down. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta, y'all Steelers? gotta come up to the, uh, y'all gotta come up to the Steelers Seahawks game this weekend. Yes, <laughs> uh, I I'll book my flight right now. Let me just get three hundred dollars out of my pocket, which I don't have. Got you, <laughs> <laughs> man. No. Uh, lost it all, like on the poker table. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Boy, speaking of poker, how much do I still owe you? Okay, I, 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 yeah, I have, I, I, I have all the math. Uh, it's on my, it's on my phone. I'll uh, me to t- send it after that. After yeah, yeah, so, I'll uh, figure out the money. I'll back to the top five party schools in the state of Florida. UNF is not even in the fucking. <laughs> move them out of. <laughs> move them out of the top twenty. Move them out of the top twenty-five in the state of Florida, please. <laughs> They're not even right. They're not even right. <laughs> they're, 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 they're it's like, so Sam. When I say it's actually like terrible, awful, it's dreadful. So top rather five, go to JU. <laughs> they, they don't even have anything. Top five. Here we go. Number one is UCF. Number two will be FSU. Number three is UF. Number four. This is a battle for fourth place. It's going to be, I want to say, FAU, number five. FAU, then probably Miami. No, I was going to say, where's my? No, no. Miami is not the best. Miami's not the no. best, I've heard. Number I've heard it's five, not the best. but You're going to hate me for saying this, but number five, it's actually fucking, uh, what is it? What's that college name? Uh, it's in Tampa. University that's of Tampa, a, yes. That, that's yeah, a, yeah. UT is a I giant. literally just guessed that. Good. Thank you for bringing my memory up because UT's party school is insane. It's honestly decent wild, but if you go to UCF on a Saturday, oh, you're asking to not wake up the next morning. It's I've been one time with my with my buddies. Oh my god! Like a transfer to a UCF. Dude, your tuition is so make cheap. Sure, for the state make of sure Florida. it's a C and not an N, Sam. Make sure, yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh best part about UCF, their tuition, guess how much it is for in state? For it's um probably like eight thousand. No, it is two grand. <laughs> I fucking community college costs that. <laughs> but UCF is the number one school in Florida for ninety nine point eight percent of graduates. That's insane. And for a school, that's a party school too. Let's think about that. Yeah, got hella heads that that go there. It's like up to like one. It's like hundred and sixty thousand people. Yeah, it's go crazy. to that college. But the worst You're part literally about it, a number there. It's freshmen, actually unreal. Freshmen have to take their first year online. 
Yeah. So they have to stay in their hometown. Then once they're soft, like the next semester hits, they get to move in. Which I'm fine with. Which I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah. I don't like I I really don't know if I could head there, which is like the amount of what, people that are there. It's just way too many people. You don't want to go to a game and get shit faced and meet up with girls? I mean, if I would, I got to go to UF because that's what I rep. Oh. UNF is the black and gold? I can't do it to myself, bro. I can't do it. Listen, if I can put on a Florida State shirt, you can put on a UCF shirt. I mean, I could head there. I can't head to. I can't. I cannot rep FSU. I could not do that to my mom. She would hate me. As a Georgia fan, I do not want to rep FSU coach. That shit is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Not the Garnet like, Gold. Imagine being so good away. You probably, it probably wouldn't game. even care, though, because of how bad Florida State is now. Oh, my God. I would have hated myself if I decided <laughs> oh. to go there when they were ass. <laughs> a couple years. Can we take a moment? They beat Sam Howell in North Carolina. Yep. No, who did, who did they lose to earlier this year? Jacksonville State. Oh, yeah. I watched that game live. Literally one on a – like. Like Did I tell you, I was at that game. That's really? Yeah. I was at that game uh, visiting my friends. And they're like, yo, you want to come to the game? I was like, fuck it, let's go. I've never in my life seen a half-empty stadium worse than the Jacksonville. Worse than Jacksonville. I'm saying that as a Jags fan. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like, everyone's like, oh, we're beating Jacksonville State. Fucking Hail Mary touchdown. I'm like, what? <laughs> I walked out. I wasn't even a fan. I just went to the bars, and this is all you hear from people. Man, talk bad about my symbols again. You get your ass beat. I'm like, yo, who the fuck's this guy? Like, the safety ran, like, right into the cornerback while he was about to make the tackle. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy just walks into the end. So. This is, like, the crowd was dead. There was no – the only thing you can hear is Jacksonville State players and the small amount of fans they have. Which was so funny. I was dying. I was laughing. I would have. I would have laughed if I was at that game. Everyone's like, "Why are you laughing?" I'm like, "Cause I'm a Georgia fan. Imagine yeah. being a Florida State fan." Yeah. No, nah, I was in Vegas with one of my mom's uh, of friends and her and her uh, or his uh, his or his, she. Is she she or her? It is a he. My bad. Okay, I'm, you're good. I was making sure. It's 2021. Yeah, it was, we have to identify. So, uh, yeah, so, so my mom's a friend, and his uh, son, we were all in Vegas. They're really big FS, like FSU fans. We're, like, watching the game in the uh, sports book. We just watch them, like, lob it up with, like, one second left. They just walk right to their, ho- like, right to their hotel room. They did not want to. They did not want to do anything else like the rest said, of the night. They said, "Fuck that." They said, "We're, we're out of here." <laughs> yep. We're Goodbye. Yeah. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. I've had enough. Well, uh, before this uh, podcast ends, I just want to make my college football wish list before we end the season. Of course. All I ask, Paul Finnebon, please be canceled, please. NCAA, bring that fucking game back. That's all I ask in life. It's just to play. They made an announcement about it. They have. They they have it in Madden. They have like. Uh, here's the here's the, thing, here's the thing about that. Play. Is that going to be the same kind of game as Madden? NCAA 14? I hope so. I doubt. No, probably not. 
But uh, rivalry game cover rushing days, please bring this. That would be amazing in college football. Yeah. You have had some real, real nice ones for their home, the coming game against Vandy. They look kind of cool. I would say uh, this is stuff I put down as I before coming into this podcast, the things I want to talk about, and this is like the main thing, Texas versus Texas A&M each year. That would be awesome to watch. Just the old-fashioned rivalry. Mm-hmm. But uh, most people would say this, playoff expansion. Please. To eight teams. Eight teams. To eight teams. That's all I asked for. Not MLB style. That's not going to happen until like 2026, though. Yeah. At least. But also, the biggest one every Ohio State fan or Michigan fan would want, the game at night. A night Michigan? game. Michigan versus Ohio State, the biggest rivalry in college oh, yeah. history. They always at be having night? it like noon. Yeah. Why not at night? That would be perfect. And, like this year would they be They do have lights now. Yeah. They gave them lights like probably mm-hmm. like eight or nine years ago. So you know, with them both being in the top ten, are you thinking there's going to be a night game for this game? No. They had them um, probably around you like they've had some real good games where they're each ranked. Michigan's always needed to win one against like OSU and they never can to make like any a noise heading into the playoff. They always lose. I don't think Harbaugh's won against them yet. I don't think so either. No. This this is like the year though, if he's actually gonna if do he's it. He's gonna do it, it's gonna be now. Otherwise, yeah, no choice. Yeah. If not, it's gonna be a waste of the season. It always is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh Anything else on the wish list? Oh, that's that's all I put down. This might fall. be at, might be an hour two of this pod. Not it is. Long. We are. Yeah. I know we're at one thirty three currently, but um, talk about talk about talking about sports, eh? Yeah, I think this is a good ending point right here. We, we got a lot covered. I hope I get to be on the next podcast. It was an honor to be here. I yep. would love to talk about more sports with y'all. If y'all ever need a host or anyone to replace y'all for one day. I appreciate I appreciate you for coming out today. Yeah, yes, John. Sir. If y'all need a guest next week, just hire at me. I would love to talk more. Mm-hmm. We got you. Awesome. Definitely. Yeah, but uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Um, thank you all for third straight week. In. Let's go. I know we almost <laughs> we almost have the the four Wendy's for four. four for four. Uh, Speaking of four for four, I would kill for a fucking burger, chicken nuggets, fries, and a nice little medium sprite. Well, they aren't going to be open since we went this long, but... Well, shit. shit. Looks like I'm ordering Domino's there. Mm, damn. <laughs> All right. Well, John, well, thank you for hopping on. And that is I'll the end of... I'll see you tomorrow for leg day. Hopefully yes, sir. Of course. <laughs> nah, hey. You're not better. getting me out of my crib. <laughs> I will drag you out of the house, take two scoops of pre-workout, and hit yeah, the gym. Jared, Jared needs his leg days. Anyway. I do. I do. My legs I be like a little... It. Sam, I will send you a video of him being on the floor crying. <laughs> hey, right. we love to see. Hey, mm-hmm. Jared's getting close to the squatting three thirty. You know. Yeah, we're almost there. Just That's like tough. a couple pounds away. Oh, yeah. Boy. All right. Well, that wraps up a couple two and a halfs away. Yeah. <laughs> well, like eight or nine. That wraps it up, man. Yep. All right. All right, guys. Thanks. That's it. Uh, Thank y'all for tuning in this week. Yeah. Um, And as always, go dogs.
Much love, straight gang. Yes, sir. It's like the...